Hiya, and welcome to episode 8 of this podcast. Stop juggling, start living with me, Rachel Friedley. In the fells yet again with my dog Maisie. Yet again roaming, <laughs> but chilling at the same time as I'm currently sitting down, taking it easy as my leg is hurting. I sustained an injury a few weeks back. 11 days to be precise, that's not a few weeks. So how's your week been? Have you been able to put some time aside for yourself? Have you been able to focus on your needs in front of your team's needs? Or have you put yourself at the bottom of the pile again and again and just hoping that something will change on the outside? you to make those changes for yourself. I get that, as I've been there, a 100%. Always waiting for somebody to say to me, how are you doing? What's going on? Can I help? And the thing is, people never did. People never realised that I was struggling, because I masked it, because I put a brave face on it, because I pretended everything was hunky-dory and just got on with things and kept hiding myself, actually hiding who I was from myself and from the people around me, including my family. Which when you look back on it, is soul destroying. Because we're not put on this earth so we can be someone we're not. We're put on this earth to be ourselves. And there's various different um, opinions as to how we get on this earth, bar the obvious bit about conception. And it gets you thinking that actually we are here on this planet to do the best we can with our own lives, to do whatever rocks our boat and to leave the place a better place than we arrived in. And yet remember when we're born, we are human beings that are, are dependent on everybody around us to feed us, to change us, to wind us, to play with us. Can't do anything for ourselves, but there are none of those thoughts that constantly were around in our heads, the ones that say, you're not good enough at this, you're stupid, you're thick, you're an idiot, you can't do this, you can't put yourself out there. We didn't come into the world with those thoughts. We acquired those thoughts as we made our way through life. So if you've been bullied at school or put down by a teacher or put down by a parent or a family member who was well-meaning but badly chose words, chose a bad choice of words, you know what I'm trying to say, and made you feel crap, you're going to take those thoughts on and believe them and think they are your thoughts when in fact they're not. Those thoughts are someone else's about you. Doesn't mean we have to be that person that they think we are, if you get my gist. I'm hoping you do, because I'm getting lost myself and I'm saying it. Being true to ourselves is literally that. Being the person that we were brought into the world being. A person that had all those dreams and aspirations and what we wanted to do with our lives. 
I don't think any of us wants to be stuck in this hamster wheel of life where we were literally going round and round and round and round and round and getting faster and faster and faster, but not managing ourselves and just running around in circles all day. Another way of putting it is juggling, juggling, juggling all those balls, dropping most of them, especially the ones about self-care and looking after yourself and just thinking that we have to look after everyone else before ourselves. When you look at it like that, that's huge. Because not only is thinking like that soul-destroying, it also takes away your very core. It takes away your essence of who you are. It takes, you, it takes away that excitement and that joy you have for life. And you're left feeling numb. and not knowing what the hell to do. But I can tell you from having been that person in that space for a hell of a long time, that the only way we can move on and make these changes or make changes and move on with our lives is to use the key to unlock ourselves. But it's only us who can make those changes and only us who can make that choice. And it's not about putting a positive spin on it and changing all those negative thoughts into positive thoughts. That's not it, that's too simplistic. And I know there's people out there who say that and this is what you can do, but actually you need to do the work on yourselves, on yourself. We need to do the work on ourselves because it's only us who can unlock our power, our passion, our joy, our enlightenment, our <laughs> inspiration, our joy of life. It's only us who can do it. No one else can do it for us. Sorry, that went really deep there. <laughs> I don't know why I went that deep, because I actually came on here to talk about our teens. I actually came on to talk about the fact that my daughter said to me on Sunday that she was struggling. And that hit me to the very core because in the past when she struggled, I would absorb that pain. I would take it on as my pain, exactly as I've just said. I would take on her struggles as my struggles and try to fix her. Try to find somebody who could help her. But actually, do you know what? We are our children's, our teenagers' best teachers. We are our, their best guides. It's not up to someone else. We can do it if we truly believe. So yeah, although my initial reaction was to go, oh God, I'll, I'll take it on and it'll be okay. We didn't. I actually focused in on what was going on in that moment. So she was telling me she was struggling. It doesn't matter why she's struggling. It doesn't matter what the thoughts are behind the struggles because sometimes we just don't know. We just feel shit. And that's all we can say is that we feel shit, we feel low, we feel frustrated, we feel pissed off, any of the above. And that's okay. We don't have to go into full words as to what is going on for us. Because that's something I've never been able to do. I don't work with words. I work with, I'm a very visual person, so words don't mean a darn thing to me really. But when I'm wittering on a podcast. So yeah, we, I was in the kitchen 
but I sat down with her in the kitchen. I focused all of my attention on her and I just let her tell me what was going on. And when she'd finished, I just said, thank you. Thank you for trusting me and gave her a great big hug. At the end of the day, all we need is to be seen, heard and valued for who we are. That's it, three simple things that all of us can put in our lives. So then, I mean, I've used a lot of reflective listening, so that's reflecting back what she's just said to me. So making sure that I've got it right, rather than trying to put my own spin on it and make it out of something it's not, or trying to make her feel better. And afterwards, we just sat there in silence and just absorbed and just process, both processing what she'd said to me. And then we actually worked through the workbook, interestingly, from last session of my teens workshop. So not the one that just been, the one before. And it showed her a few things. I think she was scared of doing it because she was scared of what was going to show her. But actually by working through it with me, helped her to process what was going on. As I say, she doesn't need all the words. It's just about a way of connecting into what's going on for you right now. What those feelings are. I say what those emotions are, but how it makes you feel. What's going on for you. And she was a lot, not necessarily stronger, but a lot more in tune with herself afterwards. And then from that, she made a plan as to how she could cope with what was going on for her. So her struggles were to do with college, how she was going to cope with it, how she was going to manage it with her health, chronic fatigue, and how she could stop pressurising herself, really. So she's come up, with a, come up with a plan of having a good breakfast in the morning, which is brilliant. She's been on cornflakes for donkey's years, or donkey's months, and now she's decided she needs something a bit more. So she's got Weetabix and a banana and a hot chocolate. So it sets her up before she goes to college, which is huge. She took that responsibility, not me. She took it. And then making a plan for when she's doing her lessons. There are some lessons she doesn't like. So what can she do so she can manage it? And that's huge, it's breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. That makes it achievable for her. And it doesn't make it too complicated and it doesn't make it simplistic. It makes it easy and that she has the control. So that's huge. So take your time to sit down with your teen today. At the end of the day, it's only them who can work with their emotions. And if we give them the tools for them to be able to do that, it makes it so much easier. And learning to work with our emotions is one of the best lessons we can give to our teens, as it gives them a chance to unlock themselves. So they can find a way out of their stresses, hurt and all-consuming belittling thoughts.
So I just want to say to you, if you would like your team to open up to you, take the time to be with them in that moment and just listen in to what they have to say. So that's it from me today, because otherwise I think I'm going to carry on wittering forever. And I will love you and leave you and let me know how you get on. As I say, I'm on Instagram, positivetouch.naturally. Think about changing the wording for that one. I'm on my website, it's positivetouch.net. And yeah, look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care. See ya. Da-da.